The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to A Gut Feeling. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, holistic health coach with a very extreme passion for gut health. I've made it my mission to help you get to the bottom, pun definitely intended, of all your digestive distress. My intention is to be completely transparent about what it truly takes to get your gut back on track. Hey guys, welcome back to A Gut Feeling with Jacqueline Renee. I am super excited to chat with you guys today. Hey, just really quick, if you're listening to this podcast, you know, I've been sharing a lot about people's healing journeys. And, you know, it's a little scary to share your healing journey. And also it's a lot of takes a lot of courage and vulnerability. So if it, if it's speaking to you and you're, you know, it's making you feel like you're not alone, I would love for you to go over and to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. Uh, this helps me to be able to know if it's something that is speaking to you or that it's something that is helping you so I can know that I'm moving in the right direction with my podcast. And I would love to know any of your thoughts about it. You know, sharing is caring. So thank you guys so much as always for listening and um, subscribing and sharing your reviews. Well, today I have on a dear friend and colleague, my friend Megan Conrad. She, we met actually, <laughs> so funny, we met at Lululemon, right? So she was uh, mm-hmm. working at Lululemon in Birmingham, Michigan, which is the city where I am from, if you're listening from out of state. And I did a quick little gut health seminar thing at Lululemon. And, um, you know, you kind of go to these things, you never know what's really going to happen from it. Um, but I will say that it was such an amazing connection for me after because uh, all of my clients that come to me, I develop these great relationships with where it kind of buds into a friendship. And this one is no different from that. So um, Megan Conrad, thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing. I appreciate you. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to talk with you and to hopefully relate to a few people who may have gone through a similar journey that I have. Yeah, absolutely. That's like the most important thing for me with uh, people listening or with my clients is that they know that they're not alone, that so many people went through this because I can share my journey over and over and over again. They're like, okay, well, what else is going on? We're sick of your story. So I'm happy to have you here to to share your story. Um, You know, I know that when we met, you were struggling a lot, um, but I want to kind of just give an idea to people where you were you know, and a little bit about your story before we met. So why don't you share that with us? 
Totally, totally. When we met, I had just moved home from California and I was in this like really weird transition with my life. And I was feeling it in all different types of ways and my body was expressing it in all different types of ways. Um, but to really start to help you understand why it was so bad when I did come to see you, I've been struggling with stomach issues for seven to eight years now. And I remember being in high school and getting these horrible cramping pains in the middle of volleyball practice and tournaments and having to go home because I was just in such excruciating pain and there was no explanation. And then it would go away for a few months and then it would come back. And I didn't really ever think anything of it until it became really prominent and consistent. And then it became more consistent and then it became weekly and then it became daily. And it was just like this bloating and cramping. And there have been times where I've been in my car driving and I've had to brace myself onto the door handle because I was in such pain in that moment that that was the only thing that would seem to even make it better was just to like sit there and like pray that it would pass. And when I came home from California, I was experiencing that those symptoms daily and everything I ate upset my stomach and I couldn't seem to just get in a flow or a path where a day felt consistent. And I have had this passion for nutrition. I went to school. Um, I was a biomed degree. And then I studied an emphasis in nutrition with a goal to go on and actually be a holistic dietitian, mm-hmm. similar to what you're doing. And I ended up just falling in love with my career, Lululemon, and didn't ever pursue that. So I have all this information and knowledge and I follow these blogs and Instagrammers who put out recipes for paleo and whole 30 and anti-inflammatory. And I'm thinking I'm doing all the right things. Why do I feel so crappy? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you were actually, when you came to see me, you were really healthy. Like you were mm. organic, you were, you know, cooking your meals daily and, yeah. and you're already kind of gluten-free dairy-free, right? Oh, I've been gluten-free for six years. I've been dairy-free for three. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't eat soy. I don't eat legumes. Like anything that was anti-inflammatory, I had already cut out of my diet. Mm -hmm. And it felt like I was on an elimination diet for two years. And I was just praying that every day I'd be like, today's the day I'm going to find out that I'm Mm -hmm. allergic to this or this is causing me inflammation. And I just never got there. And it wasn't until we had a conversation in that, that meeting that you were at where I was like, okay, I have like seen every doctor, any opportunity that I can to talk to someone about my gut health and this, these feelings that I have, I'm going to take. And so I talked to my parents and that's when we were like, this is a great idea. They're, they've been so willing to help. And I'm so grateful for their support. I would not be where I'm at today if I wasn't able to lean on them to help get me through this because we have spent thousands of dollars and seen specialists and done all the tests. And I can't imagine as a 25 year old having to have paid for all of that without their help. So doing all of that and coming to see you, my mom and I, like, I remember sitting in that initial session and it it, it felt like a therapy session. You were like, okay, like tell me what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then I started talking and you were like underlying issue through all of this. It sounds like you're stressed beyond belief I wanted to say <laughs> yeah. out, but um, yeah I, I was 
and I was stressed about money. I was stressed about coming home. I had just left California and it was finally starting to feel like a place I wanted to live. And then I turned around and had to leave and I just didn't know where all those were emotions were coming from and how to process them. And so because of that, I just like was in that constant pain and it started developing into symptoms that were even more than outside of my gut. I mean, they were neurological. I don't know if you remember, but I was um, like incredibly nauseous every single day, episodes of nearly passing out. And I would, I was at work and I couldn't even help guests because I would be in the middle of having a conversation and get so nauseous that my palms would start sweating and I would lose my vision. And I was at the point where I was still trying to hold a conversation with these people. I was trying to be professional and not let them see what was happening on the inside. And nearly to the point of growing up. Would get blurred, right? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. And there was several points where I even lost like my ability to think. Mm. And then I was hospitalized with a heart rate of 32. Mm. Um, And I had no energy. I couldn't get out of bed. I didn't exercise for six months. And if you knew me, I mean, I was an athlete in college. I work out every day. I constantly had this motivation. And then it was like exhaustion. Don't get out of bed. Netflix and chill every day. Mm -hmm. I'm eating nothing because I feel like my stomach is hurting. So (laughs) I was, I was a mess for, for lack of better words. I was a mess. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to just kind of reiterate what you just said about like the connection between stress. It's like, okay, yes, we, the root cause of all disease is the gut, but what is attributing to that gut disease? And I would say 99.9% it's stress in our modern day life. So it's like, you know, we sat down to have this session. And of course you, you heard my gut health seminar at Lululemon, and we're, excuse me, we're, so we're in the session. You're thinking, oh, you're probably going to tell me what to cut out and yeah. like what to put in, what to eat, blah, blah, blah. But it's so much more than that. And that's what I can't stress enough for people listening or anyone who thinks about working with a digestive special, specialist or health coaches. That's only this little bit of part of it. It's just a small part of it. I forgot that people can't see me, but I'm <laughs> like a tiny, um, a tiny thing. Um, but but really like the number one thing that's contributing to it is the stress. And like, I, I actually, I'm gonna call you out for a second. I remember you said, no, I'm not that stressed. <laughs> yeah, no, I did. And I okay. like, I, I also remember I was sitting there, I was like challenging you. I was like, I'm doing this and I'm doing this. And I'm thinking I knew all of these things yeah. and you were like, okay, slow your roll. Like we need to start at the beginning and look at what's deeper than your actual gut health. And you had said to me, you know, your, some, your gut health is directly, or your gut is directly um, in line with your vagus nerve, which is connected right to your brain, which if you're holding all that stress in, and I was like, Jacqueline, I'm not stressed. Like I'm fine. Life is great. I'm home. I'm with my parents. You know, it was, I was delusional. So you have every right to call me out for that because I was delusional. <laughs> well, you know, I've been delusional too. And people have called me out. That's the point of a coach is like, you know, we yeah. all have a coach that needs to cut us out. And I will say this though. I mean, you were living like 
a, a lifestyle that was very similar to mine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you were doing all of the things, but a lot of times when we're doing all the things, but we're not directly dealing with the deeper issue, which is what is contributing to them. It's, it's so eye opening once you get there. And, you know, it's like, you know, I was like, all right, next session, your mom can't be there because I know you're afraid to say it in front of her. <laughs> There's a lot of things that, yeah. And I'm, I'm like that. I mean, I internalize it. I'm very independent. Yeah. I like doing things on my own. And I think that was something I was struggling with. And my parents and I have gotten to a point where we've actually had a lot of really good conversations about it. But I moved back into my parents' home at 23 years old, almost 24. And I had a brother that just graduated. Yeah, I had a brother that just graduated from college and he was coming home. And I have an 18-year-old sister and we were all back in this house as adults. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my family doesn't understand the health issues that I, I mean, they do understand. I shouldn't say that they don't understand to the core yeah. what I go through every day. And so when I'm super specific or particular or anal or cautious about anything, my brother's like, even last night, we've been going through this for seven years and we were having dinner and he got frustrated at me because I didn't want to eat the thing that I wasn't sure was gluten, dairy, soy free. Right. And it was like catered. And he was like, I'm just going to eat then. And he got all pissy. <laughs> and I was like, you're just, the sooner you accept it, the sooner we can all move on. This right. is how I am. And you're just going to have to deal with it. So yeah, it was a lot. And thinking back, like it took so much work and so much effort and so much patience with myself and mm-hmm. forgiveness. And I mean, it took, it was four months before I started feeling better. And then it was like five or six months before it felt consistent. Mm-hmm. just being in that practice and coming to see you and having mm-hmm. someone outside of my immediate family to talk to or having someone who has gone through it all. And like I said, when we came, when I came to sessions with you, it, it felt like a therapy session because mm-hmm. we would just talk about all the things that were making me anxious. And most of it was food related. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is like food and life therapy. <laughs> yeah, no, it yeah. is. But it's and so it, it's, mm-hmm. it's Sorry, so, no, it's okay. It's so comforting when someone has gone through the journey that you've gone through and you know you're not alone and you can say oh you go to restaurants and you get anxious too looking at the menu or you freak out before you take your first bite because you're like what actually went into the preparation of this food Mm -hmm. that's not just me Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you die a little bit inside or when you're with your friends or someone you like and you don't want to be like oh I don't want to be difficult so I'm going to eat this knowing it's going to make you sick or then you you know there's all these things that would go through my head around what people would think or how I'm presenting or I'm so difficult and there have been times where I've heard it I mean my family's been open with me about my how difficult I am to eat out with and their frustrations and we've gotten in arguments over it. And I, the one thing I will say is like, I don't let it affect me because I know deep down, if I say yes to that one thing that may affect me, the tumultuous effect of how it affects my stomach Mm -hmm. and how I feel for not just a day, not just two days for a week, two Mm -hmm. weeks, sometimes a month, it's not worth it. And I'd rather be seen as difficult. Nobody can understand it until they've gone through it, but there's so many people that haven't. That's why this community is so important or, or it's important for me to share about it because, you know, it, I've, 
you know, like we said, I've been through it too, where you get isolated from family or like, God forbid you go on a first date and you have to go yeah. ordering. You're like, please, like, this is a Megan friendly restaurant. I'll pick the restaurant. Don't worry. Like I'll call ahead and make sure there's every, so I, I've done that. I've, I've actually done that. <laughs> We're I'll handle the food. Yeah. <laughs> We're basically controlling the, the food scene for our dating just because of this. But you know, when anyone... <laughs> Anyone that really wants to be there for you will eventually understand, you know, totally. here's something that I think is really important to address because this is a story that I've carried with myself for a long time. I'm sharing just as much as you're sharing. There's a story that I have kept that I'm too much quotations, right? Like, because I have these health issues that I've had to deal with that I'm too much for people. Like if it's with dating, oh, they're just going to be like, oh God, I can't handle like all of her stuff. So I'm too much. Or if I have a new friend and they just want to go grab coffee that I don't drink. And I'm like, hey, would you mind grabbing juice instead or whatever, that I'm too much. But I think that's just the story that we tell ourselves. And Mm -hmm. the more insecure we are with it, the more insecure that they will be. So, you know, I I really think there's a huge part of it is to learning confidence in what it does for you, not you specifically, but anyone listening, going through this journey and myself included, is that this is your life. It's no one else's. And it's really important for you to feel confident with that. This is what you need for it. And it's, it's okay if they don't understand it. It's okay if they don't want to get on it and it's okay if they want to make fun of you for it. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. I am rubber and you are glue kind of mentality, (laughs) but, um, but that there is a community of us that have gone through it. And so to find that community and to be a part of it and to be able to share openly is so incredibly important for your healing journey journey it's freeing it's literally liberating I mean I went out with someone a couple months ago and he was like let's go get coffee and I said yes fully knowing like you I don't drink coffee it hurts my stomach it's too acidic and I he was like you don't want a coffee and I was like no I'm okay I'll have a tea or some water and I just sat there with my water yeah Um, Yeah. but it like yeah there's a piece of it where you have to be so comfortable in your own skin because of it. And I tell myself that story all the time too. And it is really, I mean, you have to be strong in who you are and you have to be empowered to make your own decisions. And when you do that, that around these sort of healing issues, mm-hmm. like I said, my family, I have friends. I, when I go to work and I have a day where I just feel like total crap and I I'm embarrassed in some ways because it's like, Oh, here we go again. Megan doesn't feel good. Or I'm clearing that, you know, my stomach hurts or I have a migraine or Mm -hmm. I ate something that's funny. Fortunately, my boss is so understanding and has been so patient with me, but it, it is a lot to deal with. And it's not so much that people will, won't be in your life or won't want to be around you. But I know that when I go out with someone or when I go somewhere, I have to bring my own food sometimes Mm -hmm. because it's just it. And if people can't accept that, then they don't belong in my life and they don't care about me. Like you said, enough to understand. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and people will adapt, but, and when we're saying this, you have to do this, you have to do that. It's not going to happen overnight. It is much of a journey, which is, you know, something specifically that I wanted you to share was like, okay, you know, you got kind of got bounced around from doctor to doctor. We started working together. What were the things Mm -hmm. 
that you think contributed specifically to changing? Because, you know, like, you know, you kind of described your healing journey as a tornado of pain and suffering, both physically and mentally. And you specifically were having this excruciating pain in your stomach, this, these episodes of sort of dizziness or faintness. So when did it start to actually change for you? Because your diet was pretty similar to what you mm-hmm. were Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it still is. And like, I, I mean, I remember you had me eat soup during the summer and it was like 95 degrees outside and I was eating like anti-inflammatory soup. Yeah. And my, the, my coworkers like, girl, you're crazy, but it's what I needed. And I will say the one, the two changing points for me, one was understanding that it was stress. And understanding that my body reacts not mentally to stress, physically and it physically responds to stress. Right. And so when I start to feel stressed or anxious, or I notice those symptoms mentally, even if they're for 30 minutes, 15 minutes, it could trigger a full-blown stomach attack. And I'm miserable for the next five hours with no relief. Um, or if I know I'm gonna have a busy week at work. When we were opening our store in California, I was so stressed out in the entire week. I ate soup Mm -hmm. and rice. Mm -hmm. And so being able to plan and now have a better understanding around the Ayurvedic diet and having you introduce me to it and really listening to what my body likes when I feel that way and knowing, okay, so my stomach is starting to hurt or I've noticed this cramping sensation come back. I'm not eating anything raw for five days for a week. And I'm going to go for more walks and I'm going to listen to some podcasts or I'm going to meditate. I haven't really motivated myself to get into yoga yet because when my body hurts, it just doesn't want to move. I tend to sit on the couch a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, the last few days I've been, Saturday was miserable. I flared up out of nowhere. And the next day, my whole body, including my stomach just felt sore. And I worked out today for the first time since Saturday, because I just didn't want to put myself through anything that would have caused me pain. Mm -hmm. So really listening to my body, being able to take a step back from all the craziness of what's happening in my life, whether it's work or personal, and being able to say like, okay, you know, you have to get through this and you can't be stressed. And sometimes telling yourself that you're not stressed just makes you Mm -hmm. more stressed. Mm -hmm. So truly putting in the work, committing to it and then actioning it in ways of, like I said, going on walks, sometimes working out if that's what I need, sometimes Mm -hmm. sitting in bed and watching Netflix for two days straight. Mm -hmm. It it really, and I've also learned to fast. Mm -hmm. Um, That was something too that we talked about. I don't do well eating in the morning first thing and I won't eat till like I haven't eaten today and I've already worked out. It's 11 o'clock and I probably won't start eating until 1230 because that's when my body is ready to take on the food. I've Mm -hmm. learned that about myself is I don't, my body does not respond well to eating until about 11 or 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes and even later. That, yeah. And to know that, I mean, that's, you know, it's different for everybody in case you're listening and you're like, oh, well, I'll just fast, but don't do it unless, you know, it's like, when is your body actually ready to receive food? That was such a great point, right? Because like for me or for most people every day, there's like a time where you start to get hungry or your body is sort of ready for food. And for some people can be eight o'clock, for some people can be 930. But if you aren't aware of it, of knowing what time your body needs food and you're just kind of mindlessly eating, that can be something that triggers a lot of digestive and stress issues too. So Mm -hmm. I love how you keep saying, you know, like just 
honoring your body. What mm-hmm. do I need today? Like, yes, I have a long-term plan, but also like life happens and we have to honor that on a daily basis. So today I need rest, you know, tomorrow I wake up and I'm ready for a run or whatever it is, just honoring the flow of it is so important, you know? Yeah. And it's helped so much. I mean, like I said, I'm in a better place now that I've been in in 10 years and it's because I listen to my body. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And real quick, I want to touch on this before I get your final questions here, but um, you touched on Ayurveda healing a little bit because that is a practice that I introduce a lot to my clients with a lot of digestive issues, which is Mm -hmm. a lot of warm healing foods, understanding your digestion, boosting your Agni, sort of honoring that, um, that Agni flow and digestive. And so would you think, would you say that that was one of the biggest contributors to helping? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Life changing. And learning to know that I may be able to eat a salad in the summer when it's warmer outside Mm because my body can take it. But if it was December, I'm cooking that spinach. Like it's totally different. And I love warming bowls now. And I mean, you met my friend, Jeff, I introduced you to him too. And we're on this like Ayurvedic kick together and we're doing it together. So we rely on each other to send each other recipes. And I bought him an Ayurvedic cookbook this year for Christmas. And, um, yeah, we're, I feel so grateful to have discovered that. And I'm so grateful for you for introducing me to it. Yeah, I gotta have Jeff on next. He I had know. a journey too. Um, I so know. I always I have a couple of questions for you that I want you to answer. I just want us to be aware that we have about a couple minutes left, two minutes left. Um, so can you give me like a one or two sentence like advice to everyone li- who's listening who might be struggling on their healing journey? Yeah. Oh man, I want to say so many things. Yeah. <laughs> um, we can come back for part two one day. <laughs> yeah, I think ultimately just listen to yourself, Mm -hmm. do the right thing for your body, eat when you feel it's appropriate and when you're hungry and eat good, clean foods. Mm -hmm. I think those are the two most important things in terms of listening to your body when you're stressed and then making sure your diet is just as clean as you can make it. Mm -hmm. And obviously we're all human. Of course. (laughs) Um, there's always a solution or a healthier solve I've learned that yeah in any recipe (laughs) and what do you think you would tell yourself in your 20s or like when you even started this healing journey at the beginning before you reached out like one one piece of advice for yourself talk to other people about it Mm -hmm. lean on other people let people know how you're feeling and don't internalize it because it's just doing more damage Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. That's so important. And it is hard to be vulnerable. It takes a lot of courage. So I yeah. so appreciate you sharing your journey on here. I know it can be emotional. And when I get teared up when I share mine too still, and I've shared it a million times. So I just really appreciate you, you know, opening up for us and for everyone listening so that we can understand more of that, you know, and again, you were so honest that like you just recently had a flare up. Like it doesn't mean that forever you're cured. It just means that now you have the foundation in the toolbox to get through it, you know? Yeah. Then again, I'm so grateful for you and myself for doing the journey and putting the work in and the support that I have to be able to do it. So thank you for having me on and thank you for allowing me to share my journey. 
Of course. And we so appreciate you too. You guys, if you need more information about gut health or you want to look into services, you can check out my website at JacquelineReneeWellness.com or head over to Instagram, shoot me a DM or a message because I love connecting with you guys at Wellness on Instagram. Thank you again, Megan, so much for being here. Again, everybody, happy healing. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. Are you ready to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers, and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.